0: This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story, regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey... We do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. Welcome back everybody that is an OG listener and hello to the new people finding this podcast. So excited to have you guys before we jump into today's episode, just going to go over a few announcements. If you want to watch this interview And other interviews that have happened before it and will happen after. You guys can go to patreon.com slash Coven of Rejects. It is listed in the description wherever you are listening. And you can watch the full-length interviews over there on Patreon. You also get discounts on merch and so much other... Content I have true crime and witchcraft, witchcraft histories, basics and tarot, and so much more over on Patreon. And if you guys have not signed up for this new class yet, I only have two spots left for the personalizing your craft class. Just a refresher on what we'll be talking about building, closing, and personalizing a circle. We're going to talk about the different circles that there are, their different purposes, and how you can construct your own based on whatever your spirituality is. Recognizing, labeling, and researching intuitive gifts. I get so many of you who listen to the podcast who are new beginners, or you are really wanting to dive into a gift that you have, or you wonder if you even have this gift and you want to expand on it. So I am going to be helping you with that, teaching you where you can research, what reputable sources are, We're going to be talking about individualizing spell work, and we're going to have a additional focus on how to use magic and energy in a discreet way so that those of you who are needing to practice a little bit more under the radar, I can show you how to do things that you can incorporate into your daily life that means so much to you and add so much energy for you, but nobody around you is going to know. We're going to go over dream interpretation, which I think is really self-explanatory. Protection magic and the various types and how to choose what is best for you. There's so many different types of protection that you can use. And everybody, regardless of your spirituality, you can be incorporating different ways of having protection for yourself. And I really want to help with that. And then we're also going to go over basics in astrological terminology. I have two spots left. I'm only taking 10 people. You guys can reach out to me on Instagram at Gemini underscore goddess or email me at corejects.com if you are interested in taking one of those two spots. I am really excited about this week's guest. So I actually found her because my husband had sent me over this raffle drawing that she was doing and just the aesthetic way that she had this set up from a business perspective. It was beautiful and amazing. But then I went onto her website and I was looking around and I just had to get to know her and her journey. So this is Christina. Hi, welcome to the Covenant Rejects podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You are so welcome. I just want to recap how I found you. Yeah. So if I am correct, um, you were running like a promo ad on, um, I believe you were, was it a giveaway box that you're a box that you were giving away? Yeah. My husband sent it to me and he goes, Hey, this is a really cool idea. You may want to do it for your brand. Cool. So I was looking and I'm like, no, I want the free box. And so (laughs) I, I watched the YouTube video. I did all the things And I just thought that the way that you had done that was so creative and from a fellow person who like is building their brand. I just found that to be like, what a smart business idea. And I, then I looked into everything that you were kind of offering and I wanted to get to know you and your journey through your spirituality and your business.
1: Thank you. Oh my God. I love that. I love that your husband sent it. That's amazing. Yeah. I am actually, so first I wrote a book and I reached out to this marketing guy and I was like, Hey, I really want to market this book. And he's like, Oh no, actually it's really hard to market a book. You need to create a course. And I was like, I just wrote this book. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then I ended up getting this inspiration for realm of being, which, um, planted the seed for my course and my other offerings. And I reached out to him again, like a couple of years later. And I was like, I'm back, <laughs> you know, and uh, he came up with the contest idea. And I was like, that's really brilliant because you open yourself up to people who will really enjoy the contest offering, like the altar box. And then you pull them in so they can see your other things that you do. And it clearly works because <laughs> you're here. All right. Right.
0: <laughs> I think it's cool that you actually took the advice that you were given and you were like, okay, then I'll do this because that put you in the avenue of doing courses and um, I just started recently offering uh, classes that I'm doing. And so knowing how much information you like learn just from teaching to other people and getting their questions. Have you been applying? Have you found that you've like had to apply that to your own like craft or your own business?
1: Totally. Yeah. And at this point, I'm just it's, it's interesting because there are so many different ways that it can manifest and change. So really just seeing what resonates with me and what will really vibe with the program and honing in on that. But to your point, you're like classes. I was listening to your podcast earlier and it was so inspiring because I was like, wow, she's doing so many things. And I love how, um, you were saying how it opened you up to different ways that it could materialize and and how it's been just so informative just having the people in your community ask questions and reaffirm the knowledge that you have is really cool yeah it's
0: it's it's wild because you know we learn all of this information and we just apply it to our life right and so it just and I feel like you're probably like me where we're always searching for like what the next piece is and what do I not know yet? And so you don't really sit with the knowledge that you do have and realize how much, you know, until somebody else starts asking you a question and then you're like, oh, I can go on about this for three hours. So sorry. <laughs> I had no idea. I was so knowledgeable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's been great.
0: So I know that you do human design What are your, tell me kind of about like your courses and I'd like to know too, um, how do you spiritually identify yourself and then how do you take that and form that into like courses for other people?
1: Uh, It's hard to put that into a label or a category category because um, I just feel like there's wisdom in every school of thought. So really just being open to what anything I'm interested in can like provide for me, you know? So I, I was raised Catholic. I was then atheistic for a while. And then I was really open to agnosticism. And then my spirituality really grew from, from there. And, um, yeah, I would just say I'm spiritual, I guess, but, um, A big thing that I focus on is consciousness and being open to the wisdom that is already within you. So I, about 10 years ago, or actually it was longer than that now, um, I graduated from college and I ended up traveling to India, Nepal, and Thailand and did a bunch of meditation there. Wow. And I did something called Vipassana, which is 10 hours of meditation a day no eating past noon, no eye contact, no speaking. And so it's very intense. It was probably the hardest thing I've ever done because you're just confronted with your mind, you know, like there's no escape. There's no distraction. You're left with your, yourself, you know, and I really witnessed the stories that I was telling myself, all of the limitations that I had self-imposed on myself, you know, and, um, after I left, I was like, you know, I want to open a bar. (laughs) It sounds so silly because it's like so out of left field, but I really wanted to work for myself and be able to create on the side. And I didn't want those creations to be hampered in any way by like having to make money. So I worked on the bar. We opened that, my sister and I opened it together and then um, wrote my book. Um, And, and from there, I realized with the help of my friend who edited my book for me that, um, you know, abstract concepts are nice and they're fun to think about, but how do you practically apply them? And so the course really helps to um, help people see themselves fully and be able to really connect with their inherent gifts in a way that like, just feels really aligned and authentic. So I found within astrology and human design how to apply those concepts in a more a constructive kind of pragmatic way. And so I developed um, these courses through like visualization, journaling and the gifts that you, you have through human design through your chart um how to yeah, connect with your spirituality who you are inherently and your um, innate gifts. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> I think it's wild because when it comes to astrology, I know like basic terminology. I know I, I understand astrological signs and I understand how to break them down with the big three outside mm-hmm. of that. I don't fucking understand. And when <laughs> yeah. I see people take somebody's chart at their, whether that be the human design chart, the astrology chart, and be able to break down somebody's personality, the weaknesses that you have, the strengths that you have, the trials that you may have and the way to like overcome that. I think that it's like fascinating because it like having my astrology chart read is like down to the day, like this is when your Saturn return starts and this is what you're gonna be doing. And mine is hitting this March which I'm really excited about because I find that when shit goes haywire, I thrive. And so (laughs) I'm like, I can't like, I'm going to build an empire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Dude, it's wild too, because when I looked into your chart, I was like, mind blown. You know, there's, there's this, there's this part, like before I read a chart where I'm like, there's this little thing in the, in me that's like scared. Like, what if I don't, what if I don't hit the nail on the head, you know, but like, it's so apparent that you're living your design. And by that, I mean, like truly aligned with your purpose and it, it shows and it's just so fun. <laughs> so I can't wait to tell you about it.
0: Grateful that you offered that actually,
1: because you're like, is that is this like an okay
0: thing? And I'm like, fuck yeah, tell me about
1: myself. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. It's like what I'm here to do. I really love seeing people, you know, fully in a way that like reaffirms to them, like, oh, this is the way I'm supposed to live. It actually feels good and aligned to do something in a certain way, you know? And sometimes we just need that. We need someone to be like, yeah, you're doing the right thing, you know? Um, so yeah, I love that.
0: Yeah. We, we all second guess ourselves too much. I feel like in the same thing with undervaluing the knowledge that you have undervaluing the impact that you have on other people and the way that you, I don't know about for you, but for me, when I started really talking more on my platform, um, specifically with this podcast, I almost had these moments of like imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. where it's like, you're, you're coming in contact with other people that know the same things that you know, but they know them in a different way. And so like, do you really know what you know, if they know something in a different way? Um, It sounds like you've kind of taken that and you have crafted it into a way of being able to show other people how to authentically be themselves while still doing this other spirituality, your focus with doing that is on with astrology and human design. I do the same thing, but without astrology and human design. So
1: it's like we're opposites. Totally. I love it. (laughs) It's so fun to see knowledge from a different angle. You know, we have so much to teach one another, like just all of us, you know, and when we're open to that and just have an open energy about us, there's so much that can be gained from it, you know? And so, yeah, I've just been leaning into that a lot because ultimately it's like, for me, I feel like there's wisdom in every school of thought. Right. And so it doesn't matter really where I feel drawn to. I know that I can take a piece of it and apply it. And so there was a little bit of imposter syndrome with that because I'm not an expert in human design. I'm not an expert astrologer. I I take pieces of these things and I apply like my own way of thinking, my own perspective to it. And so just being clear about that and being open, you know, and I know that the right people will resonate with that.
0: Well, and you know, not everybody wants like the expert on something. A lot of people just want you to know a little bit more than they do and give them a judgment-free and supportive place to come and ask questions. Because I don't know about for you, but for me, people being like, oh, I've never had anybody to ask this question to, or I thought people would not want to hear is the biggest thing that I hear.
1: Mm, Totally. Yeah, totally. I've been so in awe and inspired, encouraged by the kinds of people that have been coming forward and just having a really good talk with me, being open about certain things. And yeah, it's been such a cool journey. Yeah. I love
0: it. Well, I... I'm so interested in knowing what you did with my human design breakdown. So if you're comfortable with laying that on me, I would love to, to hear this.
1: Yes. Okay. Should I um give a little bit of context, I guess, like human design? Like, okay, great. So human design is based in different schools of thought, which is why I resonate with it so much. Chakras, the I Ching, Kabbalah, astrology, and basically... Um, When it comes down to it, there are five energy types. So first, when you approach human design, there are three things that you want to know. They're like the basics of human design. One is your energy type. The second is your strategy and then your authority. And these things help you to understand how to move through the world in a way that's aligned, authentic, and ultimately going to yield the results that you want in your life. So there are five different energy types, actually four, ones like a two-parter. So uh, generators, manifesting generators, which you are a manifesting generator, <laughs> projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. So manifesting generators are multi-hyphenate beings, which means that they have a lot of energy in different directions. And ultimately, manifesting generators have a lot of innate gifts. And so it's authentic for you to be leaning into these gifts in different ways that in all of these ways feel authentic. So this means that you can apply yourself in so many different ways and it'll feel like the right way for you. There's no just like right way to go forward. It won't be a straight path. It's likely going to be varied and very energetic and interesting. So um, the next thing is your strategy the strategy that you have as manifesting generator is to respond. So this means to respond to what the universe presents to you. So um, it'll be a yes or a no that you feel in your body, like in your gut or in your emotional center, and you're meant to respond to these things. So like, let's say you take a an inventory of the things in your life, you'll think of the things that are like hell yeses for you, the things that you really wanna lean into. And then also the things that are maybe like shoulds or obligations, things that feel maybe like no's. So in order to create space for new things to flourish and new yeses essentially is cutting out the things that are no's or shoulds, obligations. And then your authority is how you should make decisions. Yours is an emotional authority. So this means that you should be listening to how something makes you feel, leaning into that, taking some time with it as well. Um, With the emotional authority, sometimes you need a, a day or two to really sit in the energy of something and see how it makes you feel and then make a decision from there it's not in a high and it's not in a low. It's more of like in your emotional equilibrium where you want to make decisions. So that's like the basics. Does that vibe with you? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, cool. I,
0: like, uh, um, my initial response when things come up and a decision needs to be made is immediately I panic and mm. I'm like more thing I can't. And so I have to, and then I get like I just don't care, make it happen. And so I do, I need those like moments because I also feel like the second that I make a choice, I always manifest exactly what I'm wanting. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: if I don't think it through and make sure that I have the plan in mind, I'll manifest the wrong thing. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) That's in your design as well. It's wild. It's so wild because you have this channel that's about manifesting easily and quickly. So like once something appears to you, you have this incredible manifestation, um, energy possibility pursuit. And so it's actually like, and enviable from other people's perspectives, because they're like, how are you doing all of this? You know, it's like, your energetic output is so incredible, that it's, it's like, if it's misdirected, it can be chaos, (laughs) you know, but if it's like, but if it's directed in a way that's authentic for you, then it, it has enormous um, possibility and potential.
0: I think it would be really important for people to do their chart sooner rather than later, because I know that like, if you are going to be somebody who is, has the ability to manifest things, it took me too long to find out that you can negatively manifest things. Mm. So you focus on things that you shouldn't be focusing on and you sit in that stress and that, you know, dark pit or whatever then you keep manifesting that same exact thing. I remember there was a point in my life where I used to be like, I can think of any bad thing that's going to happen to me and it happens right away. Wow. And, And I haven't thought about that in so long until we're doing this.
1: That's wild. Yeah, you have a lot of power. It's so interesting. So like, so basically- Um, I'm trying to think of how I can explain this in a way that makes sense without looking at a chart. So basically like when you see your chart, it looks like a little human and like um, there are different energy centers. And then within the, um, between the energy centers are channels. So if a a channel is made up of two gates, so you can either have one gate, no gates or both gates, which would make up the channel. So the channels are, um, they're reliable energy sources for us. It's a reliable way for us to experience the world. And it's also how we're meant to condition others. So the channels are a really good opportunity to see where your gifts are, because those are the gifts that you're meant to condition others with. So anyone can have, with the exception of reflectors, because reflectors have no channels and that's like a gift that they have. Um, everyone will have at least one channel. So those are really good opportunities to look at what your, what your gifts are. And for you, you have four channels and these channels are really powerful because two of them are in your, what's called an incarnation cross and your incarnation cross is essentially your purpose in this lifetime. So they're like doubly charged for you because they're a part of your purpose as well. So I'll go over your channels with you if you don't mind. Yeah, do it. Okay. So I'll go over the the two that are in your, in your incarnation cross because those um, are even more important. So um, one of your channels, it's called the 2034 channel. Um, it's the channel of charisma. And it's exactly what you were talking about with the the manifestation power that you have. So being able to have a lot of energy to do the things that you want to do, being able to manifest very quickly, and being able to being able to tackle a lot of tasks almost simultaneously. It's like a lot of power and energy here. Um, on the flip side, of course, is like if it's if it's misdirected, it can be chaotic in some way. Yeah. So it's really important that you rely on your emotional center to make decisions. Like you were saying. The second channel is um, about building community. So, this is like you are the bridge between individuals and their sense of community.
0: Right now, I've always said on this podcast that I see myself as a bridge for people yeah. to get in touch with people they never would have met. Then, my whole body is tingling. And me I too.
1: <laughs> All the time. I know. I have chills. I have chills.
0: I just told you to shut up. It's our first time. Here, <laughs> Sorry.
1: No, please. <laughs> okay. So I know that gives me chills because it, it ultimately stems from a desire to want to feel included and seeing, like wanting to know where you fit in. And so that is ultimately the seed from which like this gift is like blossoms, because when you feel that way, you're able to be that bridge for other people. So building that community, allowing them to feel included. And it's also, uh, it brings this energy of reciprocity. So essentially like um, everyone within the unit has a special part to play. Like it's not a one-way street, like everyone's bringing something to the table. And so Mm -hmm. you really foster this community for people. I'm glad that resonates. And then um, let's see, sorry, I'm looking at my notes for you. Oh, okay, I'll leave that one for last because that's my favorite. Okay, Um, okay, you also have the one eight channel. So this is about being like a light bearer for individuality. This is about like showing people a different way to express yourself because your personality, how you present yourself is unique and people like, it makes people rethink how they approach the world. It's not something that you say or explain. It's like how you hold yourself, how you present yourself, your personality, and it creates a lot of attention as well. It's like, look at me, look at, look at what I present to the world. And it allows people to see reality in a new way. Well, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um and then let's see. Yeah, basically your identity is like a work of art. And then that that applies as well to your creative extensions, so projects, things like artwork or, you know, just everything that you produce. And then the last one, I love this one. So this is called the genius freak channel. (laughs) Yeah. It's about this innate wisdom that you have and it's like beyond our time transcendent of this space, time reality. And because it's so out of the box, not everyone is meant to hear it. It's like you lead the people who are ready for your message. And so sometimes it can feel a little alienating or isolating because the norm exists for a reason, right? Like there are a lot of people that uphold the norm. So they're not always going to understand it, especially when you're younger. It's like, you just don't have the knowledge yet to know that, you know, these people just aren't ready for your message, you know? And so, um, but you do harness a truth that is like beyond the current, like logical paradigm. And so you really bring in this this energy that allows us to evolve past the norm that we have now and it's the genius freak
0: <laughs> I like it I'm about to be letting my husband know I'm a genius freak <laughs> yeah. I got my chart read and she said <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's no, red that, your that is so cool and everything that you said is right you know I I did make the podcast, the coven of rejects, because I felt like I wanted it to be the spot where like, I never found my, my place that I was fitting in. So I wanted everybody to be able to have their individuality and that that is what was so special about them. And that's morphed into how do I teach you basics of like witchcraft and teach you how to bring your own spirituality into it and like form your own thing so it's just really cool to you know get further testament and word for word the bridge um that that purpose is being met
1: yes totally I mean I vibe with that too like growing up I felt like very excluded it might not have been so obvious maybe but like I I definitely vibe with that. I want everyone to feel included and like they can express themselves because it feels, I don't know, it just feels bad not to be included, you know? So yeah.
0: When you were a kid and you were feeling excluded or you were younger and you felt excluded, did you feel excluded because of things that were like your actual personality and it just wasn't vibing? And so, cause I find that, If you feel excluded because it's your actual personality and things about you, that can hit different where you have so much shadow work to do to build yourself back up.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Um, Mine more stemmed from shame. Um, When I was really young, I felt like imprisoned by shame and it made me really repressed in a way that I felt like I couldn't express myself. So I felt like my exclusion was self-imposed in that way because I wasn't expressed. So people couldn't connect with me because I was repressed, you know, so it was more so me being unable to really express myself, I would say.
0: Do you feel like being raised in Catholicism had a part to do with that? Because it's very like fear based and you better follow these guidelines because otherwise you're going to hell.
1: Totally. Um, I never vibed with church, (laughs) like church ruined Sundays for me for a very long time. (laughs) So yeah, there was definitely a part of that for sure, but it was mostly like judgment on myself and it wasn't like imposed by any authority necessarily. So, um, (laughs) yeah, no, I, but yeah, the Catholic church is like, just. Supreme when it comes to that kind of thing, for sure.
0: I drop this podcast on Sundays so that the witches can go to church.
1: And I always, (laughs) do you really?
0: And I always say Happy Wednesday.
1: Oh my God, I love that. That's hilarious.
0: When I when I first started it, and I was like, "Well, when do I drop it?" And I'm like, Sundays. Everybody else is going to church, and now you can go to church too.
1: Hell yeah, I love
0: that. (laughs) what do you do you have anything that you wanted to share about yourself that we just haven't covered yet is there anything you're like damn I really hope we bring this up
1: um I guess I could talk a little bit about realm of being like the structure of it what sure. what it provides so so basically and anyone can go to realmofbeing.com and put in their birth details and then it will populate your incarnation cross which is basically the four themes of your life's purpose and then when you delve even deeper in you can see all of your gifts and shadows in 12 realms of your life experience and these are based on your human design chart and then realm of being itself the 12 realms are loosely based off of the birth chart so they're teamed exactly with your human design chart all of your gifts and shadows and then you can work with them you can integrate them through my teachable site where it's like visualizations, journal prompts, and working with your particular gifts and shadows in every area of life. And it kind of mirrors the um, evolution of consciousness as well. So like realm one is all about your, your essence, your personality, your outward leaning self and what you bring to the world. And then as you transcend, you go all the way into realm 12, which is oneness you in your community and essentially being one with your experience so it takes about a year long to do the entire thing each each realm is um it's modeled or it's um it parallels the moon cycle so you start at the new moon and you finish the last quarter before you move on to the next realm and yeah it's like a very integrated process and I'm really excited for people to do it.
0: Yeah, that sounds really cool. With the Carnation Cross, so does that have anything to do with like reincarnation? Whereas like if you're going to look at somebody's human design, can you see things that they've gone through in the past?
1: Um, It might be linked, but I don't necessarily delve into that too much. It's just like essentially your cross to bear in this lifetime. It might have connections, but... I'm not sure. That's a that's a very interesting question.
0: I really want to do like a past life regression and that's oh. why I asked because low key I was about to be like, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You should get someone. Has anyone done it? You haven't done it yet, right? I have- Done it, but um
0: I have somebody who I had on the podcast. Um, Tiffany, I had her on the podcast closer to the beginning, and she owns the salted pixie in, I believe it's Pennsylvania. So she has a giant salt cave and they do past life regressions and all kinds of stuff. So my vision will manifest this out here. Um, my vision for the podcast has been to make it a traveling podcast where the videos that people get on Patreon are um a visual vlog of going and traveling to these different places and going into different ceremonies that people may not usually be able to afford find somebody that they vibe with or whatever and share that on my Patreon um I feel like sharing things happening for myself I'm just I'm just open to that I I feel like an open book about things and then people don't question who you are because you're just authentically sharing every bit of your life mm-hmm. um but I want to take the podcast. I want to go travel there. And I would like to bring some friends with me and go and do past life regression and go and do her full moon ceremony inside the salt cave. So I have budgeted out. I have figured out what uh, towns we're going to stay in, how much Airbnbs are. I've budgeted all out. Now it's just a matter of bringing the finance into abundance.
1: Oh my God. I love that. How exciting. That would be so fun. Oh it's my gonna, God. You have to, I have to. And then, and my thought
0: for, you know, the way that it correlates in the podcast is, you know, interviewing the healers and things along the way. So yes. being able to in person have them. And so Patreon gets to see all these behind the scenes, but then you still have your regular podcast episodes, except we're sitting in person.
1: Yes, that's brilliant. I love that. And you have <laughs> to have people come with you. I'm like, I want to go to that salt salt cave. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know I,
0: I feel like it should be like a huge like retreat. Like everybody meets up there and does all these things.
1: Is it wait, so is it just a salt cave that she's nearby and everyone can utilize it or it's like her oh, own? She owns it. What do you mean that's but, crazy but i don't know she owns a salt cave
0: <laughs> <laughs> she owns it you go into it you like heal and recharge there and like it's her space and they do all yeah. kinds of shit there and it's it's um the salted pixie is the name of her thing she also just opened up a because she's um she's also a hairdresser so she just opened up an entire um spiritual beauty shop where you don't go in for just your hair you go in for you know your energy alignment and all this shit could you imagine wow wait where is it and i think it's in
1: pennsylvania pennsylvania oh my god i need to go i'm there. gonna
0: look it up while we're talking and That's so i'll cool i'll let the people know and i'll also get you in contact with her
1: yeah cool oh my so god. it's
0: it's the Salted Pixie Salt Cave, okay. Pennsylvania's, really? Pennsylvania's first salt cave. Wow. I'm sending you her link right now. And those okay. that are interested, her website is thesaltedpixie.com. The and her name is Tiffany Carroll. Um, I'll send you her okay. podcast episode when we're done with this so that you can okay. like hear
1: her too. Whoa. Wait, are you in Idaho? You're in Idaho, right? Oh, okay, cool. What's it like over there? (laughs) There's not a fucking potato in sight. (laughs) (laughs) I God, yeah, are there like potato rituals or something?
0: No. Honestly, I've made I've been here for three years. I have made one actual friend here. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's only been recently. Like I it's it's real weird out here. Mm. Wait, where are you from
1: before that? California. Okay. Oh, Sacramento.
0: Uh, I was born in Sacramento, but I actually was raised up near Lake Tahoe. Oh, cool. Beautiful. Beautiful. Completely different vibe. I feel like I'm in the Bible Belt here. Oh yeah. Right. And like I don't know. I like to be shocking. I like to be controversial. So like we have one grocery store in our small town and I'll wear my fuck your Jesus shirt.
1: Oh my Um, God. You're hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Oh yeah. I was looking at all your merch. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So much cool stuff. Oh my God. That's wait. What brought you there then?
0: So my husband is from Idaho We moved to Boise when COVID hit because he worked for a school district and they were going to be laying off staff due to COVID. And we're like, how about we take the money that we have? And we just like relocate. We didn't want to be in California. Um, So we moved to Boise and then we, here we are.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, now you're going to take a road trip with your, all your (laughs) staff.
0: I always be on road trips. Yes. I, I can't be idea. an idol. I gotta go.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Well, you know, in a certain way, like maybe that location allowed you to have that idea, you know, like, oh, I want to connect with people. I want to travel out of this place. <laughs> you know,
0: If we hadn't moved here, I wouldn't have started anything that I've started. I've had so many experiences here and so much like Support and the job that I had while I was here building my brand on the side was the most supportive, loving place to the point that, like, even though now I'm like, I work for myself now, two days a week in the mornings, I'm like, I'll be at your office and I'll help with the things that you guys have. Um, because just like leaving them completely doesn't make sense. They've been the biggest like structure since I've been here, you know. Mm.
1: I love that. Yeah. I think like every opportunity, there's something for you, you know, even if it seems like it's like the wrong choice, Um, not saying that was, I just don't believe in wrong choices. You know, like there's always something to be gained from every life experience. So yeah, I love that.
0: I'm one of those believers too. I believe every deer that you see and that you pay attention to and every random thought that there is like, something in this simulation that is making you see that for a reason and you just have to find like the point of it
1: yeah agreed yes
0: well yeah. I'm really happy that I got to have you on the show uh, I'm excited to just stay in touch with you because I really vibe with you and your energy thanks hey. um, I'm super grateful for you doing my chart. Thank you so much.
1: Oh yeah, of course. I was so excited. I almost, I wanted to reach out to you, but I was like, no, I have to wait <laughs> to tell you now. Oh, like
0: the next day. Okay. I'm like, I'm really into your chart right now. And like, I just can't wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I love it. I love it. Yes, yeah, Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun and you're so easy to talk to. So I really appreciate it.
0: Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I will be dropping your episode on Sunday and I put all of your information into the description so everybody can go and see your links. And um, I always urge everybody that listens to the podcast to go and follow everybody that they listen to. Even if you don't necessarily do exactly what they do or vibe with that thing, giving support is always
1: needed. Love that. Yeah, sounds good. Sweet. Well, you have a wonderful night. You too. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.